we need all of you guys out there in Radio Land. The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody, but neither is Kim Chi. Doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. There's lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we smoke, we drink, and occasionally we bother people who look old and weak. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we... Interrupt. How you doing, Lori Downey Jr.? Uh, of course, don't have your mic up, but it's not working. Yeah. da 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 what, Laura? Wow. Yeah. <sighs> Only when you get near it, Laura. Because you start you start fiddling. I need your mic to work for this show to work. Oh, here we go. Yeah, all right. Okay, Laura. Here we go. <laughs> hey. Here we are. Well, look, uh, look around this 1870 Virginia City, Nevada-style bar. You got Mark C.G. Boyer. Hello. And I gave him uh, distinct instructions before he walked in the bar. And it was simply, don't touch that blue chair. And I knocked it. And what does, what does he do? Where, where's the feedback coming from? I don't know. Oh my God. It's got to be something plugged in. Got to be headphones. Got to be something. I should have taken a day off. Really should have. Yep. Too late for that. Here we are, my <laughs> friends. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Mark, have you like sort of fiddled around, made sure there are no headphones uh, plugged in? Have yeah, you done yeah, any due yeah, diligence there? Just Billy and myself. Yeah, so Billy must have his headphones up too loud. It's got to be going on. Billy is our HR man. HR here for... This well-oiled machine known as Outlaw Radio. How are you, Billy Billy? I'm having fun. <laughs> He's always having fun. He's sitting in the Ralph Odierna chair. And the hey, reason Ralph. why I uh, why I told Mark, don't touch... Lori, were you here when I told him that? Or you were outside? I, I told him specifically, do not touch the blue chair. There was only one instruction today. 
Right. And that's because for our YouTube broad chase, meant to say cast, on uh, YouTube at Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, you just punch that in, you'll find our broad chase. Um, I have that set up. There's a camera on the chair. And, of course, then I check out the monitor, and uh, it's it's no longer there. The the picture I had, no longer there. And I said, well, what do you think happened here? Well, um... So I, you just, Mark, you don't care about anything except yes, eating do. snacks? Yes, I, do. I mean, is that it? Bags well, of I chips. Thought... You'd rather hit the chair and, and have bags of snacks all day than not hit the chair and go without... Crispy treats in a bag, right? You should have probably told me not to hit some other chair, and it wouldn't have been a problem. All right. How are you there, Laura? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Yeah, okay. I, uh, minding my own business last night, after virtually no sleep the night before, I'm over there on the couch, and I'm watching uh, some stuff on YouTube, which is my go-to. I like that better than Netflix. <laughs> I like it better than uh, Prime. And I fell asleep because, well, virtually no sleep the night before. Next thing I know, I am uh, I am awakened in a shudder, in a, a <laughs> panic. Lori's waking me. And this is probably yeah. 9, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. And I never sleep. So I'm finally, I am in the soundest sleep. And Lori walks through the door into this 1876 Virginia City, Nevada-style yeah. bar and wakes me. You jump so far. That- yeah, because I must have been in this hyper... I'll tell you what my dreams are about in just a second. <laughs> oh, you need to hear this one. This is some classic stuff. But Lori... And there's a reason why I bring this up. Lori, woke me. Why? Because there was a fire very close to the house last night. Mm-hmm. And I was shopping last night with my daughter at the, the grocery store, and they announced it over the loudspeaker. All and they right. said exactly where it was. Right. So I panicked mm-hmm. because of the wind, the Santa Ana winds that blow here. Yes. So I was really worried about you. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, but you didn't answer the phone. I called you like three times. Right. I emailed you. Yeah. I even called Mark last night because I was really scared. I thought, does he even know this is happening? Okay. All right. Now, once you found your abode safe, meaning no fire, not engulfed in flame, and you walked into the back and you noticed that, well, nope, this 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar, not engulfed in flame, you open the door and you notice me lying down there on the couch. Why did you feel the need then at that point after you're aware that the fire have has not reached us, why did you feel the need to wake me so abruptly? Because I was annoyed that here was an emergency, and the one time it's like so really you're urgent. annoyed, and and because you're annoyed, I need to be annoyed, and and I must be awakened. Is Answer that what you're your saying? Stupid phone. When I'm calling you, it's important. Mark picked up. Oh, oh, well, that says it all. What does Mark have to do in his day except pick up the phone and eat friggin' tasty snacks from a bag? Right. That's what he does. I said to Mark, do you know anything about this fire? Have you seen or spoken to Matt? Because we have a big fire going on right now. I need to put on my blazer. Why? Vanity. 
Another Mr. Rogers moment? No, I mean, we're on YouTube now. I should be at least a, a touch dressy. Jeez. Oh, my God. There. That dresses it up a bit. <laughs> For those of you who, and I don't know why you would, but if you would, we're on YouTube. You're standing in front of a bar. You like the Mater D now? Say what? Ooh. No, I'm behind the bar, Lori. And yes, I'll take that gig. <laughs> Are you kidding? If I get to if I get to serve up uh, fine cocktails, then uh, I'm in. Uh, so Lori, Lori awakened me, and I wasn't able to get back to sleep until oh. about three thirty in the morning. Oh, wow! Crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you rather? Would you rather? I would rather not know. I would rather not know. And, and burn to a crisp. But you're missing the point. There is no fire. If the fire is engulfing the house, then I, I guess I would appreciate a little heads up. That's all. But because it hasn't reached the house, you probably could have let me sleep. It was so close to the house. Oh, jeez. Oh, what? The neighbor's house to the right, they're still there. This entire neighborhood is still here. But it was close. Unscarred by flame. But it was close, and so Matt, you need to wake up and hear about it. Yeah, you didn't hear the all the uh, <sighs> overhead, the fire engines, all the overhead dropping. I water. ignore all that crap. We live in L.A. We hear that every second of the day. Well, that's true. Jeez. But still, I was very concerned about you, especially with this regime in charge. <sighs> Well, I appreciate your concern, and I I more than appreciate the fact that uh, finally I find some slumber, and you wake me, and I end up watching two movies now, because I can't, and the more I want to sleep, the less I can sleep. If I want to sleep, I can't sleep, but if I'm watching a movie that I sort of like, I can usually doze off, because I'd rather be watching the movie. But that didn't happen either. I watched two movies in their entirety. And I'll get to those movies in a second. But when you when you woke me last night and when I woke up this morning, same dream. It was and I can't I can't get specific about it because I don't remember the specificity, but Kip Kipadada. Oh no! Was in my dream constantly. That's a nightmare. Sort of, <laughs> sort of pestering me, and I, even though he was pestering me, the great comedian Kipadada, who was a friend of this show for many, many years, it, until he couldn't behave anymore. <laughs> Always. And, and so we we did not uh, relinquish the new uh, location here. We didn't want him dropping by. No. Because little Marianne from uh, Don Wells from Gilligan's Island, he said some real crass things to her when she was over to the on the show the first time. <laughs> yeah, and and he can't he can't behave. Remember that time? But when I he... miss him. But I miss the dude. Yes. Remember the time when he came to the house like on a Sunday with this big dog, and he was knocking on all oh, the yeah. doors, oh, yeah. like for us to get up. He was like, "Get up! Yeah, wake up! Yeah, that's Kip. That's Kipadada. Annoying Kipadada. Great stand-up. I mean, tremendous stand-up comedian. I didn't know he was. Uh, he was seventy-five when he died. I, young. For some reason, I didn't know he was that old. Oh, and I'm saying he's young. Yeah. You know. But he was born in uh, Rockford, Illinois. And uh, traveled the world, and not unlike uh, Chuck Barris, 
he professed to killing people as well. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. Yeah. That was a kip of or, or the ability to drop a dime on somebody and have. Oh yeah, no, and have them have them killed. Have them whacked. But he went on record as saying that he he himself. Yeah. He committed uh, murders, and yeah. I, maybe that's because of his Sicilian background. He wants to be the the tough guy, or. He really killed a couple people. I well, mean, that's Kip Adana. Do you remember when he had a hit on you, me, oh, yeah. Ralph, yeah. Howard, Howard, and Johnny Cosmo? Yeah, I'm getting used to that these days, though. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just an everyday occurrence. Wake up, oh, let's see, who wants to hit me this time? Gets a little old, but what are you going to do about it? You know. Yeah. If everyone would just be nice. <laughs> but that is way too much to act. Mm-hmm. Ask when he woke us up that morning from our uh, oh, slumber. When banging on the door. Back in the days when I could get a feasible night's sleep, and that was abrupt. He took us up the street to the manager of Drew Carey. <laughs> oh yeah, with the dog. With the dog in the hills of Encino, California, and. And I said, are they expecting us? Oh, yeah, they get together on Sundays and, uh, you know, they have libations and a little barbecue and it's a lot of fun. And Kipadana had known this manager for years. It is a big time manager. Drew Carey, I forget who else uh, in his stable, but big, big names. And uh, we entered. <laughs> and uh, it seemed a little off. A couple guys oh, yeah. there smoking uh, marijuana. <laughs> yep. You know, something I don't do. But, you know, listen, if it uh, floats your boat and you're not hurting other people, you're not behind the wheel, what the hell? But Kip also wanted me to be in charge of the dog, and the dog was not even welcome. Yeah, it was some big, big-ass dog that somehow he procured, and he was going to show it off that day. No, the dog <laughs> was not welcome. Yeah. And this manager, who will remain nameless, big-time manager, I mean, you could you, you can look him up. And, and he was not he was not one of the dudes smoking uh, marijuana, by the way. Uh, but everyone sort of, you know, they, they walk up, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what, what's up? What's up? Like all the millennials say, what's up? What's up? And I said, well, I don't know. You got a cocktail? So we found a cocktail. Oh, I remember that. And now we're, uh, Lori and I are sitting in the backyard, and this big-time, high-powered manager is not the friendliest. Oh, no. He was really annoyed that he didn't know us, and suddenly we're in the yard with a dog. At his house, which gives me the the indication that that maybe we weren't invited. But it got worse, because Kip went inside the house while that guy was outside with us, kind of pacing. Yeah. And he stole all those guys their weed. Kip Adada, the famous comedian, and and we weren't aware of this at the time, but... Right. He stole their their marijuana and supposedly threw it in the back of his his tr- uh, trunk. <laughs> yep. And and now now this big time manager he's pissed off because what? He's he's made aware of the folks inside the house. Yeah, they were their, upset. Their marijuana, they can't find it. Right. And they knew that Kip stole it. And so now this this Kip Adada's getting a ration of crap. I mean, expletives and nastiness from this big-time manager. And he wants to call the cops to escort us out of there. Yes, and I said, 
We were just minding our own business. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't you know I'm a big-time radio guy? I'll talk about you. I never said that because no. I don't think he'd give it as. No. And P.S., I wouldn't care either. It's his house. Yeah. We, we were not welcome, and it was like, out. No, calling the cops. So because of our association with Kipadana, that man will never be my manager. No. And I did nothing wrong except show up at a damn house where Kipadana promised us that we were invited. Oh, yeah. Because you checked with them a couple times. I asked, I said, are you sure this is good? Because I knew this manager because my other buddy, one of my true friends, Ryan Stiles, all man of comedy, Drew Carey show, Whose Lines Anyway, Black Hawk Down. He wasn't in Black Hawk Down, but the other stuff he, he was in. And he knew this manager very, very well, obviously, because of the association with Drew Carey. Right. And I thought, okay, yeah, I've always wanted to go up there. It's walking distance from where I lived in the hills of Encino. And it didn't, it turned out poorly. Oh, that was a disaster. Kip Francis Adada, and now he's haunting my my dreams. This guy won't leave me alone. He's still alive. So, so Lori, and I... To pay homage to this miscreant, oh, no. but a but a great stand-up comedian, find first of all seven ninety-eight. I got it. That's one of the saved Kipadata. I got to find some of this Kipadata stuff and play it for you. Uh, he was on the show for years and then could not behave himself. No. I mean, don't don't be mean. To Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island, you don't be mean to that sweet Don Wells, who is now rest in peace, who is now passed. I love her. I love that woman. Yeah, I miss her too. So this is a, a phone call from uh, Kipadada. He's checking in. Do you recall what that was about? He would call you a lot, though, wouldn't he? All the time. Yeah. And nonsense was the conversation. Yep. One time he arrived at Outlaw Radio headquarters when we were in the hills of Encino, and he brought over a, a male, a men's underwear. Oh my underpants. God, that's when I first met him. Right. And he handed them to you. And to me, what, yeah. was, what was Kipadata's instructions? He wanted me to take off my shirt and my bra. And he wanted me to put my head, my hands through the underpants, like through the legs, and he cut out the crotch where I was supposed to stick my head through, and then walk back into the lighten up lounge with just this man-made underpants upside down on my body with no bra. And did you ask him did you ask him why? No, I said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and he said, You you are a wuss. And he started putting me down. He put me down. So I was like, oh, my God, this man just started attacking me verbally. Because you're not compliant with his wishes to wear men's underwear on your head. Well, no, it was going to be on my body. The crotch was was going to be like a sports bra. Across the front of me, yeah, and it was probably his dirty underpants. Oh, jeez! I mean, he was that way anyhow. He was creepy. Well, you know, when we'd visit him in the uh, Hollywood Hills at his abode, when when he asked if we wanted water, because he never served booze there, 
when he asked if we and and he would have a cocktail when we were out at dive bars with Kipadada, I would buy him a drink or two, and he was he was extraordinarily rude to the barkeep. Oh yeah, and he would call them barkeep. <laughs> yeah, barkeep another one, not please, yeah. not may I have one, barkeep another. Yes. And then he goes. Then he would go on rants with us, saying, "Well, uh, but address your audience as ladies and gentlemen. Well, why can't you be a gentleman, then, Kip?" He was so bad. We actually had him out with us on a on a haunt on a hunt, where we were like putting together a new TV show, and we wanted to make him a part of that. Remember that was oh, your idea. Oh, for the dive bar thing. Yeah. 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 That was your idea. Yeah. And that's when he didn't behave at all. It was no. embarrassing. I almost wanted to leave him there. But he also, he had us over at his uh, his newly acquired apartment in uh, the, once again, I, above Sunset. Yeah. So it was walking distance to all the clubs and so on. And, uh, and he made for us prime steak. And this was the expensive stuff. Oh, yeah, it was from Bristol Farm. But he he slapped it on the grill for about 30 seconds each side and then served it to us. Mm-hmm. And I said, this isn't rare. This is raw. This, uncooked. Yeah, this is uncooked steak. Yeah, yeah. Tartar. He said, well, I thought you liked your steaks rare. I said, they, this ain't rare. This ain't. This is all red and bloody, and this is not what I'm looking for. But, I mean, I, I appreciate you spent about 150 bucks on steaks. So he finally threw them back on the grill. Yep. And then he found some half-open half bottle of bourbon, and we, we quaffed that. Well, what I was going to mention is, at his other joint, before he found this place above Sunset Boulevard, we would go over and he'd offer us, he'd offer us water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then from the refrigerator would come bottles of water. Uh-huh. But they, they were previously opened. So oh, yeah. what he does is he would use <laughs> all of the water bottles and refill them with tap water and put them back in his refrigerator. And that's what he would serve his guests. Yep. Oh. Yep. And who knows who drank from the Oh, bottles. man. <laughs> Probably some really bad comedian friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before we go to break here, uh, play 086, Lori. Another homage to uh, our dead uh, former uh, nutty friend Kipadana, 086. Coming up next, he used to be a famous comedian. We found him panhandling on the streets of New York. You can't laugh at a time like that. Now, I, now Kip heard us play that, and he was pissed beyond oh, belief. Yeah. He said, don't ever play that again. I'll sue you. Oh, yeah. He was another one of these guys, like my buddy Marty Ingalls, who was married to Shirley Jones. All the good ones are dead. And by good, I mean at least colorful. <laughs> yeah. And and he said, I will sue you if you play that again. And oh, I said, yeah. listen, it's not that I'm afraid of the lawsuit, Kip, but I, out of respect for you, I will not. And we never did. Well, I and, did. Oh, see, that's not nice. Yeah. I mean, as long as he was alive, I said we wouldn't play it. Yes, Mark? Uh, I don't know why, but uh, he took a liking to me. Yeah. And he would call me once a week, and we would have an hour or so chat. Yeah. Well, he liked it to talk. It was really nice. Yeah. Well, but, he, uh, he, you, he was a fan of the nebbish. Yeah. Well, do you remember when he um, challenged Howard to a duel? Howard oh, yeah, Lapidus. of course. Yeah, we were talking about right. that. And they, so he had the video of him on the lawn waiting yes. for Howard to show up. Yeah, with a gun. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So so uh, he, he calls me a week later, 
And I asked him, well, did you really ever expect Howard to show up? Right. And he goes, well, he's a man. He should have shown up as a man. <laughs> he's a, he was a talent manager. He's not a man. He's a Hollywood talent manager. And I said, hey, uh... Howard can't un, uh, outrun a turtle. Why would he show up? Yeah, yeah, there's no chance of that. When we return, we'll come back to break with the long version of the Inside Edition Kippadonna on Outlaw Radio. Drinking, smoking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio.